Chapter Five of the Nomad of the Nine Lives by Abby Francis Freeby. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. You may imagine how fond I became of my rescuer. It may seem hard to believe, but once she actually patted me on the head and stroked my fur with her gentle hands. No one had ever done that before. It made me feel like crying. Such kindness made life worth living and thanks to good care good food and a contented mind i was getting better every day one day i heard her say that i was improving and must have once been a handsome cat i wanted to tell her of my wonderful voice but did not do so and compromised by squaring my shoulders and combing out my whiskers with my claws for i had saved them and felt that they were still a credit to me I think she admired them also. Hearing occasional barkings, I soon found that there were dogs of all descriptions there also, but in another room where they could not molest us. Oh, what a beautiful place it seemed after all my wanderings and hardships. Time went on, and from remarks I overheard, I knew that I had regained my former excellent appearance people frequently came in and looked at us and occasionally some man or woman would take one of the cats or dogs away never to be seen at the league again one day a motor car stopped at the door and an attractively dressed woman entered and said that she was seeking a good cat to take home she looked carefully at each one of us and my heart almost stopped beating when she paused before my cage and said I like his looks best of all. May I have him? The kind lady replied, Well, he is such a dear good thing that I hate to part with him, but I want to get him in a good home, so you may take him along. I did not like to leave her, but trusted that she knew my welfare best, and so putting my mute thanks into my eyes, I gave her a long last look and was hurried into the motor car. I thought of Lord Roberts, but was even more delighted when we stopped on the very same avenue where I had followed the burglars. To my surprise and pleasure, I found that it was the very house of my adventure, as I recognized the hall and carpets. Later on, I happened to look out one of the dining-room windows, and if you will believe me, there was Lord Roberts sitting out in the next yard sunning himself. As he got up and paced around in a dignified manner, I tapped with my paw on the glass, but he would not deign to look up. The next day I was allowed to go out for a walk, and since he was in his yard and our adjoining gate was open, I made bold to walk in and attempt to renew our acquaintanceship. He proved to be a snob, but did not recognize me as his alley friend when in need. Of course, I understood that it was not my place to call first because he was very haughty and showed that he was unwilling to make my acquaintance. However, I wore a collar which was newer and more expensive than his, and he knew that my people belonged to the 400. So he finally condescended to notice me and asked me a few questions concerning my pedigree. I told him that my ancestors came over in the Mayflower, for was not Carver a name of which to be proud? 
he said that he belonged to the english aristocracy but soon discovered that my education was better than his for he had learned his letters only from playing around on the nursery floor and seeing them on blocks his lessons of life had been acquired from a mother goose book when the children babbled hey diddle diddle the cat and the fiddle the cow jumped over the moon or some other such silly jumble of nonsense he put on a great many airs but knew nothing i had acquired a little style myself and finding he knew so little took the upper hand and patronized him shamefully if he had remembered my picking him out a choice bone from a garbage box and his dignified refusal all would have been lost but he didn't my looks had undergone a great change i was sleek and glossy for one of the maids had used some hair brilliantine belonging to the mistress on my coat accordingly lord roberts asked me to call again and i thanked him saying that i should be pleased to do so we saw each other quite frequently after that and became firm friends for he soon found discretion to be the better part of valor as my time spent in the slums had not been in vain in one respect i knew how to fight End of chapter five